welcome back to the Healing for the Heart podcast, people just like us. And today is a really special podcast. So it's our Christmas podcast. Uh, can you believe, I know we feel we should have sleigh bells ringing in the background or something, shouldn't we? Yeah, that would be yeah. fun. Yeah. Maybe when Bassett does the editing on it, he'll put sleigh bells Maybe over the top yeah, of that'll it. that'll make it look great. <laughs> uh, we can't quite believe that we are now that a year since we started these podcasts. Mm. So it was the first the first one was Christmas last yeah, year. It was. That was the very first one that we did. And then we've been doing them all year. Uh, we've just been chatting about the uh, the reach of our podcasts and <laughs> we seem to be a hit in Korea, yeah. Yeah. Don't we? yeah. We'll take it. There'll be a hit somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Why don't you, if you're watching this or if you're listening to it, why don't you let us know where you're from uh, and where you're listening to this from? Because it'd be really exciting to see. So if you're following us on social media and you see it, put it in the comments and tell us where you're listening or watching from. Mm. Uh, that would be fascinating, I think, to see. Yeah, so, it really would. Um, Christmas 2022 is approaching. A year since the last Christmas. We were just laughing a minute ago. We're on our third Prime Minister since the last Christmas, we are. clearly. Yeah. Um, hopefully, by the time we get to Christmas this year, we'll not have the fourth one. Yeah, hopefully we'll be still <laughs> on the third one. Yeah, absolutely. And and obviously, you know, things have, have shifted a bit because last year we were talking about the fact that um, COVID was still around in terms yeah. of restrictions. Obviously, COVID's still around. Um, but COVID was still around in terms of restrictions and it certainly looks like this year we're going to be restriction free over Christmas. Yeah, which seems a bit mad. I don't know about you, but it feels I I can't I can't do the timings in my head. I was talking to someone the other day and um they'd said something about wearing masks and I said, Oh, we only you know, that was only removed as a requirement in about April time and they looked at me and said, No, it wasn't and I said, Yeah, it was. It feels like time's a really, really funny thing and then here we are and there's been so many other pretty rubbish things that have happened this year and it's it feels it feels difficult coming up to Christmas this year in a whole different way I think yeah yeah absolutely I think we you know we've talked over the piece in the last year about the the whole idea of the or not idea the reality of the Covid pandemic being a collective trauma for mm. people that were they were coming out of and I suppose for us we were thinking because we know from the research that it's not during the trauma that people need the support but afterwards so we were kind of thinking so after the pandemic yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to get a real glut of people who are looking for support and although we did have an increase we didn't it wasn't the glut of people and then it dawned on us that we had gone straight from the collective trauma of the pandemic into the collective trauma of there being a war just on our doorstep yeah. uh, effectively in Europe and now we've hurtled into the cost of living crisis as well yeah. and so it's almost like folks haven't had time to come up for air yeah. from the pandemic, but we've hit yet another crisis. Yeah, and it's it feels pretty grim, I think, in terms of switching on the news and just feeling, it just feels quite hopeless, I think. And, and if I think about it too much, um, then I start to feel just not very happy yeah. um, and just quite anxious about things. So I'm having to really, I'm having to be really careful about how much news I take in because because there's only so much that I can do and I can do what I can do in my patch of the world, but actually um, I also need to keep myself okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's even, you know, even looking towards Christmas as well. I mean, it's like, that's a Christmas podcast, so I suppose we don't want to be all doom and gloom no. on a Christmas podcast. Um, but even looking towards Christmas, I was thinking about getting the decorations out and thinking it doesn't seem that long since I put the decorations away. And why am I getting the decorations out again? You know, but actually, you know we're nearly in December yeah. obviously this this will go out once 
we hit December, yeah. but we're recording this and it, we're not quite at the end of November yet, but actually it's it's nearly there. Yeah. How on earth does that happen? I know. I was just in um, a popular supermarket because um, we're not sponsored by anybody. Um, and but we're ever hopeful. So <laughs> yeah. if you want to sponsor Please us, do. then you know, absolutely. Um, and they had real Christmas trees and I thought, goodness me, that seems a bit early. Because um, if you put it out now, <laughs> it's going to be very dead by Christmas. That might just be me. Um, and we don't go massively in for decorations in my house, but you go in for them quite heavily, don't you? Uh, well, I certainly have people living in my house that are very keen yeah. on all the decorations. Uh, Whereas I have a very lively dog who would just be really excited to eat them all. Yeah. So we just don't really do it. And I have a dog that won't come into the living room anyway because something frightened her in there. So she now lives anywhere else but there. So I can put my decorations in the <laughs> living room and it's all hunky-dory. We'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. What, what, what sort of stuff are we seeing, though, around about folks moving towards Christmas this year, do you think? You know, what, what's coming up, you know, television, what's coming up, folks that are using the services here? I think um, I think the cost of living crisis is actually really biting, um, and I think people are worried about how they're going to do Christmas to the level that they normally do Christmas. Um, and it's interesting to think about why we do what we do at Christmas, and actually the way that we give. I know that I've been having conversations with the people about, so how, how are they going to do gifts this year, and, and what's that going to look like? Um, because everybody's shorter of money than they have been, um, and nobody knows what their next electricity bill is going to be or the next gas bill is going to be so um, there's something about trying to steward well I suppose in terms of making sure that we can afford everything um, but I always think there's a big pressure at Christmas often to kind of give to the entire world um, and that's that's really difficult um, Martin Lewis says some interesting things about that and um, he's he has like a bit of a famous um, thing that he did on his Christmas save money thing um, a few years ago in which he said, you know, Christmas actually is a time for um, being with the people that we love. Now, that that brings that brings difficulties for some people as well. Um, but what he then goes on to talk about is the way that giving actually um, is a bit of a, becomes a tit for tat thing and becomes a thing of, well, I, I've given you this thing that costs 20 quid, so you're, you're going to have to give me something that costs 20 quid. And actually, maybe, maybe we could stop that. Maybe actually, you know, you give to the people that um, are immediately around about you, but actually, we don't have to give to the entire world. Um, and what does that look like? And maybe, <laughs> maybe you might want to give to charities instead. <laughs> I had to get that in there. He does actually say that. Um, but I think that's an interesting. I think that's an interesting thing. Of you know, do you actually choose to do Secret Santa with people, or do you choose to go out for a nice meal with people and actually spend time rather than, you know, trying to make everything squeeze and and buy things that people are just a bit like, oh, thanks. I don't really know what I'm going to do with the 90th yeah. pair of socks that I've got. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose you know we're laughing about you know you could give to charities instead, but do you know in actual fact. The cost of living crisis doesn't just hit individuals, yeah. you know, and it's like, so again, obviously the timing that we're recording this, uh, it was the, the, 
the Chancellor's mini statement mm-hmm. or midterm statement yesterday, and the whole so the the national living living wage going up. Now, although absolutely we would be championing the national championing the national living wage going up, the thing is that for for small charities who are maybe only able to pay the living wage to people, then when that goes up. We've not had an increase in our funding yeah. in order to put that up, but we would want to be able to honour that. And so where do where do we find the money to do that? And I'm guessing that you know, for lots of people listening to this or watching this, we have an amazing amount of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I suppose do we really need any more stuff? You know, and do we need to put that pressure on ourselves to find more stuff for yeah. ourselves or for, or for other people? Um, I suppose, though, in that, there's a huge amount of pressure from society and mm-hmm. culture and the media mm-hmm. and all the rest of it in terms of what you can have next. I can't I can't remember a year, maybe I'm just wrong, maybe, it's, maybe this is just a sign of age, but I can't remember a year where we had the adverts for the, 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 big, the big stores starting as early, the Christmas adverts. We seem to have Christmas adverts been going for weeks now. Mm. And it's like... All of that stuff round about itself, no matter how good and how noble your adverts are, still puts pressure on people because it still holds up that utopia of what Christmas should be like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And that whole thing of, well, you need to make sure that you've um, got everything that somebody definitely wants and, and, and you've got all the right food and look at all this new stuff. And it feels, it feels massively pressured. I mean, we've got, um, I have quite, quite a number of nephews and nieces um, and um, we enjoy giving to them but they're getting older and it's becoming harder and harder to work out what to give them and you ask their parents and their parents are like yeah we don't know either because actually it's just quite hard to know what what would be a good gift what would be something that that, that would make their heart warm that gives that yeah. gives me the warmer fuzzies to give um, and that's and I have a real thing as well about um, I need to be right I need to get it right so I find the whole Christmas present thing really difficult because I don't I desperately don't want to get the wrong thing for people um, which probably extended to the rest of my life as well but that's a whole other podcast <laughs> <laughs> so we'll tee that one up from the new yeah, year sure. then shall we <laughs> <laughs> I think though that kind of pressure though can put a huge strain on people's emotional well-being mm. too though and people start to get um, start to feel anxious or stressed or depressed um, or feel like they want to check out mm. um, sometimes even start to feel angry at the fact that they can't do or they, they won't do or they choose not to do yeah. um, or resisting doing what's expected mm. or what they feel is expected from everybody else Yeah I think that's true I think the weight of expectation is is feels like it's huge and and sometimes I wonder when I wonder where that expectation comes from because I know that you know I I definitely feel the weight of expectation but I also know that most of the people around me would be saying well I'm not I'm not putting that expectation on you so it's something that I'm I suppose I'm putting on myself but it it's coming from somewhere isn't it that's not just something I've woken up and gone well let's do this yeah yeah Um, and I think you know, I think the other thing is that we've talked a wee bit about COVID, haven't we? But the loss of COVID and the loss of all the other things that, that we've lost is quite big. And that can that can really shape yeah. um, that can really shape Christmas as well. I know that um, I know we've both had some significant losses this year yeah. um, and pe- of people that we loved. And and that's that that makes Christmas really difficult and it changes things it changes the way that my Christmas is going to look and I guess it changes the way that your Christmas is going to look and that 
there's a grief there that actually it's really important that we acknowledge and that we recognize it's okay to feel like this we don't actually have to just pretend that it didn't happen because it has and that was significant yep I think there's a I've been thinking about that quite a lot and I think certainly from my perspective there's a tendency in me to want to manage the situation in order to try and um, not to not to minimise the loss or forget about the loss, but actually trying to preempt, mm-hmm. you know, what might be there. And and I think there's something about how we can just be in the midst of all of that. I think also being able to acknowledge the loss as well. There's mm-hmm. something in that too, you know. Um, you, you know, the loss you allude to. Um, obviously, my closest friend died in uh, in September, and after a after an illness, um, but. You know, I remember sitting with her last year and her saying, I don't know if I'll be here next Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and and not doing that whole thing of, oh, of course she will be, don't be silly. But actually having that real conversation with her mm-hmm. about, well, I don't know either. But actually facing the reality of it this year and thinking, well, what does that look like? Because we've had a pattern of things that we would do mm-hmm. over Christmas and now... What, what do we do with that pattern you know do we continue to do that w- with her husband or with her family that are left what, you know do we continue to do that do we do something different because if we continue to do it does that just highlight the loss mm-hmm. and the fact that she's not there you know so there's there's lots of it feels like there's lots of decisions that you have to try and make and I think that that can put you under huge amounts of pressure as well yeah and I think you know so my loss was um, my dad's wife died so my stepmom died um, and 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 that changes many things because that changes the way that our whole family relates to each other, actually. Yeah. Um, and so that changes the way that Christmas happens. Um, and so suddenly you've got um, a whole extra managing of the situation that we've always had to do ever since my parents got divorced anyway because it's a reality of divorce often that you have to then manage Christmas and manage work those situations. How to do it, yeah. yeah, work out what it looks like. And then you bring in a loss within that and the whole thing then changes again and you have to work out, so what does this look like? Um, And actually trying to work that out and trying to continue to communicate within that and then recognise people's very real grief within that um, and how they are dealing with things is quite a challenge. Yeah, yeah. And I think also, so it's a challenge, ordinarily a challenge, But I think one of the things that we've chatted about before um, is the whole idea that when you get lost, when you get lost like that in the middle of other losses. So it's almost like um, you've lined up a whole pile of dominoes and you shove Mm -hmm. one and they all go down because actually in the midst of it, it's not just the one immediate loss that you're dealing with, but you're actually dealing with all the other stuff that potentially is unresolved from the last two years of Mm -hmm. which we know there is much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I I mean, we're really selling Christmas, I've got to say. We are, absolutely. It's a cheery Christmas podcast. (laughs) It is a cheery Christmas podcast. But but it is a reality, I think. Yeah, and and that's the thing, though. It's like we could have Santa's jumping up and down here and all the rest of it, but actually we we want to be real about that and we know for lots of people this actually is difficult and nobody nobody really wants to talk about it in terms yeah. of, of of it being difficult yeah. so I guess I mean I suppose what we're saying is that if you're listening or watching this and in actual fact for you Christmas is difficult um, and you're not quite sure what you're going to do with it then we want to want you to know that you're actually not on your own that we get it yeah. and there are a whole lot of other people who get it too 
it's just perhaps they don't have the courage to talk about it yeah and I think it's that thing of it's that vulnerability thing isn't it of saying actually I do find Christmas I do find Christmas difficult and being honest about that and recognizing that probably quite a lot of people around you are feeling the same um is there anything you're looking forward to about Christmas is there one thing that you're thinking that'll be fun I like to do that so I am looking forward to the fact that we are closing for three weeks. Yeah, and I have, th- and I can bake. So during the pandemic, um, I baked a lot, like everybody did. But I had baked before the pandemic, mm-hmm. so I wasn't just taking it up. But I had time, um, and I baked bread during the pandemic. And I couldn't tell you the last time I had time to make a loaf. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the space that I can do the things that actually bring me joy. That's that's really that in a nutshell. Yeah, and you. Um, I am planning to go swimming in Loch Lomond on Christmas oh, Eve. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Quite how long will last, I don't know, but that's our plan. Um, so I'm really looking forward wet to that, actually. Suited. Yes, I am Excellent. absolutely in a wetsuit at this point of the year. It is far too cold to not be in a wetsuit. Um, yep. So, yeah, full wetsuit, but still, um, just there's something about just getting out there um, and the feel that that, gives me in the way that that actually really helps my my mental health which yeah. I would yeah. not quite have thought possible and I think perhaps that's a place to land with this then that you know in the midst of the pressures of what needs to be done mm-hmm. and we know since having looked just looked at the analytics for the podcast <laughs> that there's a huge percentage of women that watch this podcast and it's not that men don't do anything at Christmas so we're not getting into that debate but actually we know from talking to lots of women and men that very often women feel a huge pressure at Christmas mm-hmm. to get the perfect this and the perfect that and the perfect the next thing. And I suppose where we're landing with this is saying to folks, we hear you, we get it, we understand the pressures and the strains, but mm-hmm. actually if there's so- one thing you can do is to, to identify that thing that will bring you joy in yeah. the midst of it and carve out time for that. Yeah. So the, and then remember that that's what you've done. Notice how you felt. So being very present in yeah. the moment in that and actually noticing the difference that that made to you. Because even if that's only for a really short time, the difference that that makes might actually carry you through the rest of the strain and the stress of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And what's that Yeah, what's that one thing? We often say to people, um, if their sessions aren't happening, um, what can you do during the time of your session that, that when that would normally be taking place yeah. that's just for you? Um, and I think that's a really good practice to do at any point, but particularly over Christmas when routines are upended and things get things maybe feel a bit difficult. What's that one thing that you can do? Yeah, yeah. And so as far as folks accessing our services here are concerned, we are closing the service on the 16th of December. We are, yeah. Um, so we're closing the service on the 16th of December for three weeks. But actually... Um, so this podcast will go out a wee bit before that probably but even before that we're actually going to have closed the waiting list in terms of our counselling service we've been absolutely deluged by people um, looking for support Um, and so rather than create false expectations for folks Mm -hmm. we're actually going to just press pause on that so we're not closing or anything else we're not stopping but um, we'll resume those referrals in in the new year yeah we will Um, and um and I suppose I am going to just take this opportunity to say, if you are a person who likes to give to charities at Christmas, um, I'd really encourage you to think about giving to the small charities, because the big charities find it much easier to survive than the small charities. Um, and actually, as a small charity, we know 
just how much every single pound that we get donated um, is is used for and how much we can do with it so um, if you're able to do that that's please please think about small charities even if it's not our small charity um, but the small charities actually um, are the lifeblood of the third sector and we need to support them to keep them going yep and I guess then all that remains for us to do is to wish everybody who is watching or listening to this um, a very Merry Christmas. Know that an organisation like ours does get it and does understand yeah. some of the pressures that are there, some of the stuff that comes up for folk um, over Christmas time. And know that you're being thought of in the midst of all of that keep an eye out on our social media um, feel free to interact with our posts on social media and let's continue to keep our digital community alive over Christmas time and vibrant over Christmas and New Year when folks are actually looking for a wee place to connect in uh, and a lifeline sometimes so we hope you have a lovely Christmas and a very happy new year. And we are really hoping and praying here actually that the yeah. new year is a much better place uh, for everybody than 2022 perhaps has been. Um, have a lovely time and we will be back with you again in the new year.